fine. Don't worry. Okay. See what I roped you into. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, today, we have a very special guest. We have one of my longest, oldest, not oldest as in she's old, as in for the longest time that I've known her. Besties on the show today. Uh, Pasquale is on the house. Yeah. Welcome to today's episode of Do Do Do, Famous <laughs> with a Baby. Do you like my, my uh, jingle? Yeah, catchy. I like it. Do you like it? Yeah. So... What, where this span from is I need to try and make content that's relative to, you know, my, women my age. <laughs> See, I don't think we are old. No, you not. do feel old, though, don't you? I've how old are you? Tell, tell, the, tell the crowd how old you are. I am very, very, very early 40. Very early 40. Very, I turned 40 this year. Yeah. And uh, so when I turned 40, I had a midlife crisis and I, like, proper went fucking much. I got so depressed, wanted to kill myself. And it put my house for sale, went travelling around Europe in the back of the car, my dog for three and a half months. How are you finding 40? <laughs> Slightly different. <laughs> uh, now, I freaked out before. I remember talking to you being like, oh, I thought I was going to freak out more about it. But, touch wood, I was all right. You're okay? Yeah, I was all right. You're handling it? I kept my job, I didn't quit. Right? Don't, you haven't bought a red sports didn't car? Didn't sell my house. <laughs> I have no, yeah, I didn't. Didn't shave my head and. Can I ask, in your opinion, does forty look like what you thought it would when you were younger? I d- I'm I've never had like life. I've never had life goals. That sounds really different. <laughs> I've never had like set not time ambitious. Goals. Yeah. yeah, like I never thought at thirty I'd be doing this, at forty I'd be doing this thing. So in that way, I'm not as bothered about the age. Right, but. I don't feel like I'm 40. I think when I was younger, I thought 40-year-olds old, old, right? Yeah, like I swear, 40 used stuff. to be old. Yeah. Like, 40, you were dead. You may as well be dead yeah. at 40, it was right? was parents who were frumpy and... Exactly, and exactly. I, I feel like, probably like, I'm about 28, 29. I yeah, like a, like a sensible late 20s. Yeah. mature and wise. But don't you find it weird? I find it weird. Uh, the majority of my friends, apart from yourself, are single. Like, don't have yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are certainly yeah, yeah. not settled down, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if they are settled down, it's very independently. So they bought their own house, got their own mortgage, rent their own place. Yeah. They're not in the, oh, I've got adult kids now that have off to university. Yeah. Yeah. I, Does that not blow your mind? Like, but that, that always freaked me out. I think at any age, though, that anyone, like, if someone said now, like, I don't have kids, but if someone said someone my age has kids and obviously 40 years of absolutely normal <laughs> age, I'm like, how would you be able to look after a kid? Right, like completely. My friends have kids. It blows my mind. Completely, but also the idea of having like a young adult child. You're like, oh, how yeah. how have you got a teenager? Like what? And yeah. I still feel like all that's to come. Like for me, I still feel like oh, I'm still gonna have baby. Like like in ten more years. Like when I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. We're not ready yet. We need not ready 10, yet. Twenty years. Yeah, but, but then yeah. in twenty years we're gonna be sixty. Oh, oh God, oh, that freaks me out. That stuff freaks me out, that I'm 20, 20 years away from 60. That blows my tiny mind. But 20 years away from being 20. And 20 doesn't feel like it was 20 years ago. Like, 20 was yeah. great. 20 was fun. What? 30s were fun. 30s were great. 30s 30 were I loved. Fun. 30 was yeah, an yeah, epic yeah. year. 30, I love being 30. But I feel like I've got... Because you're supposed to... I feel like a big part of me, I think maybe because it... Um, because I had a breakup and my mum died and the lockdown. I feel like I lost confidence in my 40s. I feel like in my mm. 30s, I was probably at my most confident, sure of myself, career was coming together, enthusiastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and then at true. 40, I found myself feeling a lot more 
fragile actually a lot more and a lot less likely to take chances whereas at 20 you'd be like i'm just gonna go for it mate go fuck it what can yeah, worse yeah, happen yeah, and at yeah, 40 yeah. i've gone oh no i better stay at home and i need to find need to pay the mortgage and it's sensible just susan. be sensible susan and i kind of hate yeah. that because yeah, yeah. i thought 40 is supposed to feel like your most confident ever like really sure of yourself really you know don't mm. take no shit for an answer but i found myself but i don't know if that's to do with the age but more to do with the circumstances and the climate has I don't know how you found like lockdown and change and also yeah, yeah. I hope you don't mind me saying like you lost a pair and, yeah, and yeah. just just you realise the fragility of life a bit more and you're like, oh yeah. I I, th- I do think it's that weird mix of and we were talking about this the other day. I think it's that weird mix of going, Fuck it, life's too short. If I'm gonna be sixty in twenty years, I wanna do what yeah. I do. Yeah, 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 I yeah, do yeah, yeah, who cares? But then that mine's like the voice of my mum going, Well, you have to have a house and make sure you've got Three pensions. And yeah, 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 sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to crap life when I retire. Saying this is the girl that's had a pension since she was like twelve. It's ridiculous. No, like, I know it probably was one of them. Like yeah. eighteen. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, how many pensions parents. have you got? I've got three. Work, yeah. work one, private one, and then like this little. Ask me how many pensions one. I've got. How many pensions do you? Have? Uh, mate, I've got a dream, and one day <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be rich and famous, yeah. and that'll be my pension. That is, yeah. I'm going to be fine. Or I'm going to move in with you. For one of us, it's going to work out great. We just don't know which one. Yeah. One of us will to be, be honest, To be honest, mine's probably got better chance <laughs> yeah, working out than true, yours. If you look true. at the Tories the last 10 years, like, fucking hell, yeah. mate. So here's another thing that I want to talk about very briefly. Mm. I hate reality TV. Don't really watch it. Don't really like it. And I think one of the biggest things that I've seen politically, uh, we look at movements. So recently we've had, like, there's loads of news. There's a lot of devastations happening all over the world. And there's polarisation, right? There's polarisation happening everywhere. And it's stopping communities coming together and having really important conversations and i think if we focus on the uk some of the key polarizing topics have been from uh brexit so brexit was like uh do you vote for brexit divided, divided. Yeah. uh i didn't vote for brexit mate like i, I didn't actually vote i was a magaloo didn't, didn't know it was gonna be such a big deal at the time but in hindsight would have totally voted to keep that passport mate um then we had black lives matter and people were like oh, hashtag all lives matter then you had me too movement and people were like oh, hashtag not all men and it became and like tv shows and news channels I feel like their purpose, there was almost a pornographic engineering of division. They used it to their advantage. Completely, for likes, <coughs> for clickbait, for views, for advertising money. And it was that case of like, let's get an expert, let's get somebody that knows their shit, and let's get their matter-of-fact-based research on par with the same esteem as Bob from a reality TV show, yeah. What's Your Opinion? And that, I think, has diluted... Like, I think already the country's become more stupid, but I think that's kind of diluted. And we've just been fed this, you know, basic bitch television over years and years and years and years and years. And so I think that division is really damaging. I think it's really hurtful. I think what we need is more communication, more togetherness, more community, more like all of that. I don't see any leadership around the world that is is leading with that. It it terrifies me. And in the UK, I, I would argue that one of the politicians that's been the most influential even though they've never specifically had power but the most influential in creating part of that division is nigel farage i'm gonna call him farage nigel farage right and he is in i'm a celebrity how do you feel about that so i whilst i am a reality I know you fan, love reality TV. American. Yeah, I don't, I'm no, I don't really Kardashians. She loves yeah, Kardashians. Real Housewives. But again, I'm not looking to them to give me my political views, which I think is fine. Um, yeah, I don't get it. I, well, I get it from the TV producers' side of it because they want 
But it's, it's bullshit. But like you're dumbing down the country. Yeah. Like you've totally dumbed down. It's the giving them a platform as well. It's totally giving them a platform. But also what really pisses me off is I feel ITV have, are so irresponsible. I, be, I feel they've been irresponsible as a channel for years and they've got away with it. And I don't get this. It's almost like a cokehead producer, rude boy from Essex, thinks he's really clever and come up with this idea of like, oh, this is going to get numbers, this is going to get the ratings in. And it started with like, so Love Island, Caroline Flack, I didn't like how she was treated. I thought it was devastating how Caroline, she was a presenter, she committed suicide, the media went after, it was horrible. Um, Then you had a few reality TV stars that went on to commit suicide off the back of being of reality TV shows. Then you had uh, Philip Schofield, so you had Philip Schofield and you had that whole, um, uh, you know, uh, what media would you call frenzy. it? Media frenzy thing coming off. And then now, so then last year, I feel like when they put Hancock in, bearing in mind this was a guy whose job it was to try and protect lives and save lives, and we've since, it's all, uh, come did, the opposite. did the opposite, pinching bums, cheating on his wife. Um, they kind of got in a room and was like, oh, this is going to get the numbers, this is going to get people talking. And, and I think their counter-argument was, well, the public will want to see him suffer an eating worm, so it's worth it. You know, That's how we'll justify it, because the public want to yeah. see it. And I think they saw that, they saw how provocative it was, and this year they sat down and thought, right, that really worked for us. Yeah. How do we top that? How do we get somebody disgraceful, horrible, mm. awful in government yeah. on TV to get the people talking? And for me, it's so irresponsible, so gross. Yeah. Like, he is a vile human being. His policies are vile as a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, doesn't rep- well, I was say, he doesn't represent the majority of us. And the fact that he's getting paid over a million pounds oh, when he sorry. single-handedly has caused so much devastation and destruction to this country. And I think one of the reasons that we have polarisation, there's so much hate, and the hate is the loudest voices at the moment, is because of people like him. I do think, I always, when I have, like... I, w- I defend the Kardashians like they're my own family. Weirdly, I mean, I don't really. I care mean, she much, loves them. I, yeah. it, I just find it really entertaining when people hate on reality stars for no reason. Because I, so I always take the stance of do what you want to do. If you want to be on telly, be on telly. If you don't, you don't. I think generally there's a potentially a certain type of person who wants to go on TV or yeah, on a yeah, reality yeah, show. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, you do you. Great, as long as you're not harming anyone. Yeah. As long as you're not. Yeah. I think the really sad stuff is when, like you said about the the couple of suicides people who've been in Love Island, we don't know if they would have done that anyway outside of Love yeah. Island, I suppose. So you can't blame just reality TV. No, yeah. But there's obviously all that comes with it in the media. I think yeah. it's the media, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The pressure that comes but with it. But they're feeding that frenzy but by putting people like Farage in this. They're feeding it. Yeah, and, and they want to... I don't know. Yeah, I... Like so the country's dumb to me yeah. the country is dumbing down you've dumbed it down you've got a responsibility and i kind of feel like well we've got the country we deserve like we've got the government we deserve because yeah, they might not feel that responsibility they go we need to make entertaining tv itv is like entertainment isn't it generally so you go we're trying to make entertaining tv show who's going to be entertaining we'll get him on but i don't think they thought any more about it than that which is a shame because but where's your responsibility but that's just stupid yeah. that's just stupid is, but i reckon if they i wonder if they just think entertainment it's entertainment it's entertainment no it's not it's money it's they money they want money for the advertising well, yeah, yeah, it's money yeah, for yeah. the advertising it's so yeah. responsible to the country like people have literally died and lost their fucking lives as a result of these people's policies and the policies are getting worse and worse and worse and we're celebrating them like so they recently came out with a disability policy where they're like we're going to cut more dis- disability benefits yeah, you know my brother's disabled right and uh, he's got cerebral palsy like he was born with it whatever and like 
a few years ago when the Tories changed their benefit system, like he had to go in and prove that he was still disabled. So he had to go into an office, which they had on the fourth floor where the lift didn't work. And so because he got to the fourth floor, bearing in mind he was sw- sweating like anything when he got there. And he was like, fuck me, that was hard. And they were like, oh, well done. You made it up, ticked it because you made it up. And you go, and like their policies are getting worse and worse. They're becoming more right-wing extremist, I think, in terms of their policies. And the reality too, like I don't fucking, like I don't get it. It like, makes them into like a character, a fun character. Yeah, and they're and not, like, they're, no, dangerous. No, they're dangerous. People. They're dangerous yeah, people. Yeah, they've yeah. they've had, there was, there's no accountability. And I think that just terrifies me because you go, who are you going to see next on a reality? Like, are we going to see Netanyahu on Big Brother like next year? Like, like at what point do we go, actually, you've got a role in your job. That's your role as a politician or as a leader, as a yeah. thingy. We're not going to turn you into a reality TV. Like, Well, Matt Hancock's been on like three or four things. Like, and pushing his book and... It's all funny and ha-ha and... But it's not. But it undermines them because it, yeah. because if you do if you speed 35 in a 30... Well, not that's bad because it's residential. But if you speed 55 in a 50 in the motorway at one o'clock in the morning when there's roadworks but nobody's actually there, you get fucking annihilated. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> but like you could literally ruin the country and cause those people to die. But here's a million and a half pounds. Just go eat some fucking monkey balls. Like... And the more the more people hate him and vote, isn't it? Because then the more you vote on that show, the more they'll get to do the trial. Yeah. So then they make money though, don't they? Kind of, yeah. It, they it kind of makes him more visible on it and more popular. But I don't know. You're right. I don't know where that ends. Get just fun, cool people in again that you want to watch. Yeah, like don't, yeah. What Literally happened to like, like yeah. yeah, like yeah. what happened to reality TV stars that were just like really quirky and weird and oddballs? No, get him on everything. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, again, dumbing down the country, <laughs> but the idea is, guys, can we just can we just fucking do something to change the course direction of the country? I we had a bit of a chat about this morning. I think. Labour need to lose the next election. I hate Keir Starmer. I don't hate him. I think he's like a fucking... He's a sausage roll without the pastry. He's just a flaccid... <laughs> it's not even been cooked. It's just a flaccid... Yeah, yeah, he's just got no backbone whatsoever. He's got the backbone of a flaccid dead fish. And I don't know their policies. I don't know what they stand for. I think they're awful. The fact that they voted, abstained from voting for a humanitarian pause and a ceasefire. The fact that he's, some of the policies that you go, I don't know what your policies are. I don't like, I don't know what you stand for. To me, you're just pandering to the Tories. So anything they say, he's too scared to go. So Tories could say, let's kill all the old people. Politics bitches, 2022, 2022. Um, And he'd be like, uh, uh. I have no opinion on that. But let's save all the old people. Let's save all the old people, but kill them if you want to. What? Like... Yeah, we need a... De- I don't know who, who is a decent person in politics that would be like, oh, it really gives you enthusiasm again. And co- I, d- I don't ever see people like that. But nobody wants to come in because it's a cesspit. Like, oh, it's true. a cesspit. Like, when Jeremy Corbyn came up, right, whatever you think about Jeremy Corbyn, be like, oh, my God. Like, why would anybody look at that and go... Oh, I really want to come in with some fresh ideas into politics. And you really won't survive if you're a mate. Mate, you will not survive. You, you d- yeah, you need to be. Those, you yeah. need to be. You need to have a part of your brain missing. I think where you just don't feel that bit where people like hate you. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna do that again. Mm, yes, like, like the ones we have in power at the moment, like Suella Braverman when she did that. You know that dog whistle to be like, um, there's a hate march and there's going to be lots of horrible, horrible um, violence and kickoffs at 12 o'clock at, the, at this place. 
I really hope people don't kick off at 12 o'clock at this point. What do you get? Like, yeah. And then everybody kicked off the police at 12 o'clock. Like, you literally did a dog whistle. You knew exactly what you were doing. And you're getting paid more than we are. Like, it's, can we just, please? So, if you listen to Politics for Bitches, I actually have got some solutions. Here's some solutions that I think we can come up with. Number one, kill all the old people. Mate, you've had your time. Like, we, you know, it's been enough now. Why can't you get on the property ladder? Because Grandad bought half the high street in 1982, £4.50. That's why. Um, and make more money renting than you ever will. Who voted for Brexit? It wasn't me, mate. I was in Magaluth. Didn't know it was going to be such a big deal. Grandad was there at 6am voting. Um, number two, I think what we could do, which would be a cool idea, is if we paid all public health or public sector workers 100k minimum salary. Right, so you get 100k minimum with um, no tax. So no tax, mate. No tax, because you will take that money. You won't put it in a private island with the tax relief scheme. You won't. You won't. You'll get a nice driveway. You'll like buy bigger Christmas trees. You will spend the money in home sense. Like you will improve your quality of life and put money back. In, there's a fucking great shop in it. Put money back into the economy. Um, but then what you do do is like inheritance. Oh no, that's my alarm. Stay there. Um, inheritance. <laughs> cut inheritance. Like. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Like when you're dead, you don't need it. Do something with inheritance tax. I don't know what, but I feel like if you're having generational wealth, yeah. I don't know, I feel like that should stop. I mean, I wouldn't mind it for like a week. Yeah, like <laughs> like one generation, sure. So you could be like, yeah. oh, to you lot, I'm going to pass on what I created in my lifetime, I'm passing on to you. But what your great, 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 great granddad created in their lifetime, I don't think and they no should. a massive estate. National I mean, it would be nice. Out. It would be nice. Yeah, for a bit, for a few parties. Yeah. And the pressure of heating that. I mean, it's a lot, yeah. I mean, I would like a big house with a wraparound um, uh, porch. Oh, my God. And I want to drive in, drive out, drive out. Yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yes. But, like, it doesn't have to be huge. Like, five bedrooms is plenty. Yeah, like, a, a cool, like, two million. Yeah. would be great. Yeah. But with somewhere yeah. sunny and with a pool. And I like the columns outside. The yes. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be and nice. Like, throw in a pool. Yeah, a pool has to be great. Like, in, inside pool and outside pool. Or, or the retractable <gasps> roof. A retractable roof yeah. and a roof terrace. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, small And it would be good cash. to, it would be nice to have a chef. Like, I'd love to wake up and somebody cook for me. That would be nice. Oh, would you rather have a chef, a driver, or like a housekeeper slash PA? If you could have one of the three. Oh, that's a great question. It would have to be the PA because if the PA helps me sort my life out, I make my own money, so I get my own driver, get my own chef. Whereas the chef feeds me well, I'll just stay at home and roll around on my own donuts, mate. And I feel like I'd like a driver. You have to hold this close to your mouth. There you go. I feel like I'd like a driver, but not in London because you'd just be sat in traffic. Yeah. And then I feel like I'd just drink too much alcohol because you'd be like, oh, I'm not driving anywhere. So I'll I'll just have a cocktail at 11 o'clock in the morning. Fuck it. Which you do anyway. I mean, I'd like to. Yeah, on holiday you do. Oh, on holiday? Yeah. That's normal, right? Yeah. I always found that (laughs) bizarre on holiday. Like, you've got people at lunch. Yeah, like, it's weird. Like, it's weird. But it's cool. You do you, boo. Like, you do (laughs) you. I always find it weird when you go to the airport, people are there at 9am with, like, a Prosecco, and you're like... But eh. uh, See, I think, in my head, because the only drink legally that you can drink in the morning is, like, champagne or Prosecco. Really? That's my rules. Right. So, I I wouldn't at 9 o'clock, like, 11 but when people drink a pint of beer. Yeah, it's weird. Like, Don't weird. do it. Don't do That's it. That's not a morning drink. Not a morning drink. No. Like See, you wouldn't have tequila shots at 8 a.m. It's a ridiculous idea. So I think what we, I think what we can get from this episode is like... We're really hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, it's yeah. great to have wealth. 
Yeah. Let's have wealth. Let's celebrate wealth. Let's enjoy wealth. Let's remove people from power that are psychopaths. Yeah. And uh, share the wealth. Share the wealth. With those more needy. Needy and everyone else, of course. And, who want and what wealth. else? What else have we come to the conclusion of? Um, that we look young. That forty is young, mate. Do you know I've not had sex in my forties? So good. You've had sex in your forties, haven't you? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so not fair. Like you're all, <laughs> you're at least twice. <laughs> you always have sex in your forties. That's <laughs> so not fair. But listen, it could turn around. No, I think you might have like the sex of your life in your forties. Yeah, well, where, where, where sexy people hang out. Do you know, I thought the I other day know. I could meet somebody who's like insanely wealthy and he'll be like, I've got all this money. And I'll be like, yeah, good for you. That doesn't impress me yeah. much. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, and he'll be like, well, I love you. And I'll be like, blase. And yeah. then I'll be like, oh God, now I've got to live with all this money. Like, I guess it's the life that I must lead. But this is the dream because I think, or I always said like, we sh- you need to find a, a, a best mate who obviously will earn millions, but one who already has one. Because it, it's, you don't need to be the person who has the responsibility of owning a yacht. But no, I don't how want cool a yacht. that if your mate goes, Oh, do you want to come sail around the Greek Islands? Yeah, like, you could do that. Fine. I know I'll it would be nice. Time. Like I was thinking, like Taylor yeah. Swift is so wealthy, but she doesn't act wealthy. Like she just dresses normally. Like she could be ridiculously bling designer, have yachts, everything. And True. she's just like there in shorts and knee highs with her awful dancing. Oh, beautiful dancing. <laughs> and footballer boyfriend, who I love, is so cute. It's so, I'm so here for it. I'm so here for it. Um, I've got to go now because I've got to do an interview to plug my tour show, Bitter, mm-hmm. going on tour next year. Oh, you're going on tour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. going on tour next year. Many cities? Many cities. Doing 21 cities, actually. And it's what it's called? It's called Bitter. Louise Roman Bitter. Tickets from louisoman.com forward slash tickets. Uh, Pasquale, thank you so much for joining thanks me in the studio today. Uh, join us next week for the next episode of Do 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 Favors with a Baby. Nailed it. Nailed it.